0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another final episode of Post Lunch. My name is Anthony Jen, and I'm here with the
1: fantastic
0: Mister Kevin Hawkenberry. How would you know? I just I felt it, dude.
1: Summertime, um, baby. Summer, summer, summertime.
0: Today will be the season finale of season two.
1: Wow, that's Every- fast.
0: Yeah, everyone, give yourself a hand clap. Thank you for listening.
1: Yeah, and yeah, that's enough. <laughs> um, let me ask you, so how many episodes will this be for season two, 14,
0: 16, I think. Is it
1: really that many? Yeah. Something like that. That's more than Netflix has given you, baby.
0: That's the truth. Mm-hmm. And, f- and a fraction of the cost.
1: Uh, today, what do we do, Anthony? <laughs> we went to lunch like we always do. We and did. We, uh... We, we didn't do as good as we had hoped
0: No we had plans to go to this place to get some chicken wings
1: Papa bees but we didn't in go
0: Longwood Florida but we didn't go No, we didn't We didn't go to papa bees. Um, we were pulling in and we saw a sign in the same plaza that said Waco taco And how do you how do you pass that up?
1: right you're a big taco guy. I, you know those those memes that go around you got to like get rid of one it's like pizza burger wings and tacos. I always choose tacos. Not me. They're good and all, but like I I can't, I mean, a chicken wing to me is, is magical. A good one.
0: So we walked into this place. It, it shares space with a um, brewery. Yes. Which is a really cool looking brewery. Like we went inside, it's like, Comic book vibes or something.
1: Yeah, a bunch of like old school, like 80s vintage stuff, like Slimer from Ghostbusters and Star Wars. And they had video games and pinball machines and really cool place. Well, it was connected to that place. You could walk right in.
0: Yeah, there's like a, pass, like a door pass through. Um, so we went into Waco Taco. Um, pictures should be coming up soon. On um, our
1: where? On our Instagram, baby. Yes. On the gram.
0: Yes. If you don't follow us on social media.
1: It's time.
0: It's time to do that. Post lunch underscore podcast. Anyways, we went to a place called Waco Taco. And if I'm just being completely honest. Which you usually are. Which I usually am. Maybe I should stop being completely honest and just be partially honest.
1: Yeah, like when sometimes people say, you know, if I could be honest, well, that's nice that you're doing it now. <laughs> um, when I walked in and saw
0: the amount of space there was in the restaurant area, I didn't. I didn't know that it was connected to the bar. So I'm. I'm sure at nighttime there's a lot of foot traffic, and right. having it set up that way is probably ideal for them. Right. But during the day, when you go for lunch and nobody else is there, right, um, it felt really weird. Um, so we we walked up. The vibes of the place were cool. Yes. So I was hoping that it's gonna yeah, five of five. I yep. hope. I was hoping it was gonna taste as good as it looked. Mm-hmm. Um. Long story short, I got the Waco Taco.
1: Right. That's the. The, the, the what they call the self title track. Yeah, that was the, the title, title track. track. Yeah. You ha-
0: like I'm, I said, one of us has <clears throat> to get it. Right, I'll do the honors.
1: It said vegetarian next to it, so I let you do it.
0: Yep, it was um, it was their rendition of a chili relleno mm-hmm. in taco form, and um, it missed on every mark. Okay, unfortunately.
1: Well, this is a local place, um, not a chain. I don't think. No, so we're not going to hit it too hard. so we do. Right. I'm we're, just saying. We're gonna find some positives.
0: Okay, I'm just saying for the amount of money that I spent for my lunch, like I will never ever go back to this place.
1: Yeah, and you make it sound like you spent twenty nine dollars. I spent twenty. Yeah.
0: It, so, like for me, like I could fed yeah, whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A twenty dollar lunch should should be in
0: delicious, and it was not. I, I also got the chimichanga. Yeah. Um, that's a like a fried burrito. It it was bland. Right. I'm just. I'm gonna call it what it is, PK. I don't want people to go there. No, no, no. no, I get it. I get it. And and I I just. I feel like, um, it's not hard to make a good taco or a good burrito. You
1: had mentioned a couple, and we won't find everything wrong with the meal, but there were a couple things that you had said. This is easy stuff. Like, why make it like this? You talked about how like the meat was bland.
0: Yeah, the meat had no seasoning, and it seemed like it was in one of those like little hot trays yeah like they made all the steak hours before and it's just yeah. been steaming in there which i think if you're if you have a short run type of restaurant is what that is right i think the steak should be made to order right i want a steak burrito all right cook that steak up whatever type yeah, of even steak if it's it was, like four ounces whatever slice you slice it up
1: for a, yeah no i agree and then you said also the the green peppers were kind of just steamed yeah
0: they like bro like olive oil salt and pepper right come on man like a little saute let me tell you something. The guy who was running the place was awesome. I don't know if that was the owner or not. A super nice guy. Yeah, friendly, easy to talk to. Um, maybe in the middle of the night, if you're out where if you're out with your friends and you're drinking some beers or whatever, right. and you want to hop over to Taco Taco and get a taco, maybe it tastes better later. I don't know. Maybe we got the wrong. Maybe I shouldn't have gotten steak. Maybe I should have got the birria or chicken or something.
1: Yeah, you said it would probably taste better later at night. Um so for me I had uh, the burrito. I'm a sucker for a good burrito and my burrito was was good. Yeah, you seem to have loved it. Well, no, love is a strong word. Uh <laughs> it was good. It was good. I had the steak burrito and I had the same issue with the steak that you did. It was just bland. It was it was like cubed, you know. Um anyway, yeah. And then I also had a a a dolphin or a mahi-mahi taco.
0: Well, that was supposed to be
1: dolphin. Yeah, it was dolphin. That's supposed to be. Oh, it was. I just
0: felt like that was, there was no
1: justice the way that that was plated. And they put mandarin oranges on it, which (laughs) I'd never seen that in my life. Just like a can of bro. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. And then what looked to be like, I mean, yeah, it looked like, it looked like, um, you gave a cat a nice piece of salmon and then it vomited it out and they scooped that up and put on the dang bro. But you know what I'm saying though, right? Like it looked like that. I don't know what that was supposed to be called.
0: That was supposed to be the coleslaw. That you was know? Like a coleslaw. That was supposed it was to be not like not a coleslaw. That was a slaw. That's it was like, a
1: hot mush. That was should not okay, first of all, that should not have been hot. I think it was hot. A- and there was too much of it. There was a lot of it. I will say it was my fish taco was fine. Oh man. So uh food wise, uh it's this place is a two and a half for me out of five. Uh I'll give it a, a walk. You got hit by pitch on that one. It was a walk. I'm on base. I'm on base. I'm. I'm not saying I would never eat there again. I will. I never. would not be in a rush to eat there. You compared it to Tijuana Flats, which is right here. In I would the Plaza. rather eat there. My place. That my food was way better than what Tijuana Flats makes. Dang. Um, the bathroom was very clean, and it smelled very good. I was like, wow. I I love the smell. Of this bathroom, well, good. They got something right. I mean, the environment, the vibes, the bathroom was clean. The place was clean. The guy was nice. The food was was below average.
0: Listen, if you can't make a taco, what are we tacoing about? I just, I, I'm, I it's have, hard. I have a hard time. No, I agree. It's I'm, not hard. I will not be going back. Unfortunately,
1: we uh, just came back from um, Fort Myers uh, yesterday. We, we were away for a couple days, and we stopped, bro, right in the right in the heart of like migrant like population okay and we hit this little taco shop and um they knew what they were doing <laughs> is <laughs> this is
0: i saw a video of julia eating something for her first time is this oh happened? no 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 that let's, was let's uh, talk about
1: that in a, in a minute okay uh but anyway the, the the chicken that i had i had a chicken taco oh it was flavored so good i also have you the al, al pastor talking? the al pastor was fine um just fine it was better than what we had today. Okay. Um, but you know, it was, but that chicken taco, bro. And they had this like really nice verde sauce. Uh, so we're way off wait, topic wait, wait, here. Wait, wait, wait. This is this Look, is. In, hold on, hold on one second. Let's just this go was back. South to, of Bartow, by the way.
0: Let's remember. go back to Waco Taco. There were two sauces this guy gave it's us. Very good. One was a hot sauce, which yep. in my opinion, wasn't that hot. It was no. very, very flavorful. Yes. And then he's like, this one's like kind of sweeter. With just yeah. It was so good. Those two sauces were so That's good. That's what I'm
1: saying. That's why I, I'm it, the place wasn't a total miss for me. Uh, Yelp wise, I probably would go three. Um, I, I don't want to go lower than I feel it was wrong to go lower than that. Because once you start getting into ones and twos, bro, because you can't put zero. Right. Um, so a one is basically like a zero. And then a a two is kind of sort of a one in some ways, you know. And I just don't don't think the place is that bad. To me, a two is um, stay away. That's what a two is. A three is give it a shot if you want to try it. It's up to you. Four is where it's like, I recommend this place. Five is like, if you don't go here. You're wrong. You're wrong. Anyway, so that's how I see it. Uh, I go three. You probably go two. would go two, bro. So, okay, I get it. Well, it is summertime and um we'll be getting into a couple of things today as it pertains to traveling for the summer and all that, but um uh, I thought summertime what what is it that makes you think about summer, going summertime. Now, of course, the kids are about to go back to school, so right. summertime is fading. But be, be between like fireworks and beach and hamburgers and all that, to me, blockbuster movies is a, always historically been a big summer deal. So I thought it would be fitting in the season finale of post Lunch season two to talk about movies that millennials may have missed. Movies millennials may have missed.
0: Now, for some of you guys who are first-time listeners and this is your first time, this is one of my favorite segments that we do. Yeah, we get a lot of
1: love from the segment.
0: I, I really, um, you, have, you have always dished out some great movies for me to watch that I have missed along the way. And I'm excited to hear what you're bringing.
1: Yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> one of my favorite movies of all time, I have to pull out the list to see where it ranks right now, but I'm sure it's top 15, um, is the original Ghostbusters. Right. Yeah. And you know, there's a type of movie that if you're younger, maybe it's been on the TV in the background, you know, the references, you've seen the guys dressed up in their gear, you know, maybe you've seen Slimer the Ghosts and, Maybe that's all you really know of it. Um, But when I say this movie is one of the funniest movies of all time, my, my brother Chris says it like this. He says, I am jealous of people who have never seen Ghostbusters because they get to watch it for the first time all over again.
0: I need to, I need to see it.
1: It's, it is a home run it is a amazing amazing movie cuz and again you know like when you're a kid you view this thing through the ghosts and all that stuff but it's the ghosts are there it is part of it but it's bill murray is one of the funniest human beings that have ever walked this planet
0: yeah he's a he's
1: an odd guy and when he as soon as he walks on on the scene you're laughing you know who else does that? The newer guy is, is, is Will Ferrell to me. As soon as Will uh, Ferrell <laughs> steps on, he's just, you're laughing. He hasn't even done anything yet. He's right. just, you know, but Bill Murray is just one of the all-time great, you know, um, comedic actors of all time. And man, he is in his element in this movie. And uh, Ghostbusters 2 is pretty bad. I don't recommend seeing that unless you really want to. Um the one with the ladies that came out um, a few years back, I I, I didn't watch that because I don't do well with remakes. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, like when you remake, like imagine remaking Star Wars was just a whole new cast, episode four. Is that just, what they did? It's just weird. I think that's what they did. I think that was the whole kind of point of it. Oh. It was kind of a remake. Um, and then the last one came out. It was a new Ghostbusters called Afterlife. And it was about, I don't want to go into too many details, but it was about like... Um, Relatives of one of the actual Ghostbusters, and the ghosts come back again, and uh, it was a fun watch. It okay, was, if you're a Ghostbusters fan, and it's I would say it's a must watch. It was fan service, like they did the right thing. Yeah, they okay. did the right thing, and they wrapped up. They put a nice bow in the whole series and all that. I think they knew they missed the mark on the one with the four ladies. That one Yikes. did not do well at all. People didn't go see it. Um, and then I think when they, I think they said, "Man, we gotta, we gotta do this one more time." And it kind of also, it, was, it felt like they were passing the baton. To these younger guys. Okay. So that there could theoretically be a, yet another Ghostbusters, but with the, the old guys, they've moved on from the old guys. Okay. Like they did that with um, Hocus Pocus. Did you, you watched Hocus, yeah, Hocus, I Hocus loved Pocus. loved this too. Okay. So in Hocus Pocus 2, a lot of complaints from the original fans were like, Oh, they didn't give us the, the old characters enough. Well, that's not what they were doing, right? They were, they were transitioning to yeah. the new kids. They were
0: teasing us into the new.
1: Yeah. So if they do a Hocus Pocus 3, which I think they will because Disney has it now and the Disney uses it at their parks and everything. So I think there will be a Hocus Pocus 3 at some point, but they're now able to do it without the three original. Ladies, right? But going back to Ghostbusters, uh, man, you named <laughs> your
0: cat after one of the characters.
1: Yes, my 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 cat. I had a cat for eighteen years. His name was Dr. Peter Venkman.
0: You can hear more about him oh. on a few episodes behind. Yeah, right? We did a cat's cat episode,
1: <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I, I don't really know what else to say about it because I don't want to give anything away. I mean, obviously it's about ghosts and guys that are busting the ghosts. Um, but there are some scenes in that movie that are downright hilarious. You know me. I'm a dialogue guy. Right. Dialogue First. It has 40 like great, great lines. So um, lines I use to this day all the time. So anyway, um, if you're millennial or Gen Z or anybody else for that reason, you have never seen... Ghostbusters, the original one. You just need to take a day, sit down and watch the whole thing. Amen. Amen. Uh, (laughs) Now
0: let's pay some bills. All right. Uh, What do we got next? Okay. So um, I was on vacation last week. That's why we didn't have an episode. Yes. We've been off a couple weeks now. So if you guys missed me, um, sorry.
1: But um, Was was it worth your time getting away for a week? Dude. Did you miss work? Not one bit. Did you get a chance to be refreshed and I did? I, I did. Ha- I brought my laptop
0: because I had to. Um, we left on Sunday night. So after church. Okay. And we don't have anybody currently that can edit the stream, the YouTube video. So I did it that night. My vacation started Monday. Okay. So Sunday night I had the stream ready. That way I didn't have to go back and do anything on my computer.
1: You did, um, your vacation consisted of basically my favorite way of vacationing, yes. which is being somewhere where I can cook Yes. or go out to eat if I want to Right. and fish. Oh,
0: and I can, could, could, I can talk about that a little bit too. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I went to St. Augustine. My sister has a house mm-hmm. where she lives, which is, I'm a little jealous if I'm just being honest.
1: Right. Like on an island, like on not, the coast, or whatever. Yeah.
0: Not jealous. Um, proud that she lives there (laughs) but envious
1: that you wish you could live there too
0: (laughs) yeah so she lives she lives on um, matanza's island okay it's which is uh in saint augustine i think it's called matanza's maybe not anyways um
1: they have a boat yeah dude they got on the boat
0: they have and they live literally like you can throw a rock to the intercoastal right so their boat is hanging in one of those cool like suspended yeah. docks. You take it down. Yeah. It takes a couple minutes. Okay. And then they're five blocks from the beach. Okay. So they're, they're the fifth street in from a one a,
1: did you guys take the boat under the ocean at all?
0: No, we didn't. Okay.
1: Um, cause this time of year, it's usually pretty calm. Yeah.
0: And it was snapper seat. Like there was two days of, um, snapper, snapper? Red, red snapper season was, Oh, open for two so days. you days. go out and catch some red snapper. You yeah, but we didn't, it. we yeah. didn't do it. Okay. Um, anyways, it. we were at the beach every day. We went I went surfing every it's the day. Best. Yeah. Um we went we took the kids to uh the alligator farm which was really cool. Okay. I, like I had never been and it was the awesome. Alligators are great. Yeah, it was really cool. Um and leading up to the trip, this the entire few weeks leading up to it, um I was determined in my mind that I'm going to catch a redfish. Okay. They're called red drums, right? Mm-hmm. There's also black drum. There is but I was focused on the red ones that's okay? they, they taste better so um where where the boat dock is at my sister's house there's like grasses mm-hmm. like like reeds or, yeah what is that like sea there man- gra- is there mangroves there mangroves too, there's mangroves or? there and but right where they're at is mostly grasses yeah it's like some seagrass and my sister has has caught a slot redfish okay right off the dock there what
1: is a slot redfish for our audience that does not know what that term means okay
0: so there's a certain um, length that you're allowed to keep them. Um, it's twenty four to twenty seven inches. No, eighteen to twenty seven inches. That's the slot. It is
1: eighteen to twenty seven. You're right.
0: And so, if it's smaller than that, you throw it back.
1: Yes. And if it's
0: larger than that, you throw, it you back. throw it back.
1: So if you get it in the slot, that's what that means.
0: Yep. So my sister hooked up, and she got like a twenty incher mm. right on the dock there. I was like, dang, I'm going to catch one right there. We right. don't need to take the boat out, right? She catches them right there, right? I fished every <laughs> single <laughs> moment
1: that I could. Were you throwing lures the whole time? No. Some shrimps? I,
0: I threw shrimp. I threw um, a couple lures. Um, Any crab? No crab, but I did throw um, like a piece of fish. Okay. Like some cut up stuff. Nothing. You caught nothing. Bro, a couple of channel cats,
1: Ugh. which it's like, what a waste. I know. You know, like I, know. I get it; they're part of the <laughs> ecosystem. <laughs> but that dude, there's make.
0: there's like manatees that are going yeah. by, and, and dolphins and stuff like that. And I so, love
1: when manatee goes goes by, and they go, "Hey, like, what's up, bro? <laughs> you you <laughs> hanging out?"
0: Um, so yeah, I was super discouraged. So you got on the boat, was, uh, f- The fourth night, I'm like nothing. Yeah, still a zero. Tough. And uh, it was one night after dinner. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just I snuck away. No one knew where I went. Got got my pole on a lure,
1: off the dock, dude, off the
0: dock, and I caught a mangrove snapper.
1: Oh, Okay, little right. baby, little baby, uh-huh. big enough
0: to keep. Yeah, but he, fish was, fry. yeah, he was small, dude. Like mm. I'm t- the fillets were teensy. Okay, but you kept him,
1: kept him for yeah. sure. Yeah,
0: and um, I was like, you know what? If that's all I catch on this trip, I'm fine with it. Right. Um, the next day we went out. Um, the next evening we went out on the boat. To go catch some redfish, there was a spot really? where, based on the tides, you can like right. the boat can fit. Yep. And then if the tide's leaving, then you get out of there. So we're out there, and uh, my nephew he hooks up a monster. Really? Yeah, dude. And this is his first time. Okay. And so
1: rod tip up, baby. Keep that rod tip up. Yeah.
0: And um, you, and you got to follow the fish wherever yep. it's going. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And so he he just didn't know that the heat of the moment. Everyone's like, "Come on, man!" Right, right, right. right. Uh, he didn't follow the fish. I the, caught up on the prop or something. The line. Uh, you know, the leader is monofilament, right. So it's like clear. Yeah. And it just melted right off, right off the side of the boat.
1: Uh oh, because it was rubbing on the boat. Rubbed it oh. against
0: the side of the boat. Dude, okay. it was dude, it was devastating. He cried. He was like Really? Yeah, he because everybody wanted to catch a fish yeah. for days leading up to this. Right. And he hooks up this monster and we saw it. It swam up to the boat. We're like, oh my God! There's a monster. Chance yeah. get it! And, and it snapped off yeah. and he's just the kid's just broken and i'm like dude it's fine we'll, That's how you we'll learn f- yeah we'll find another one we'll catch another one we didn't catch another one right so this is the day, the day before we're leaving
1: mm-hmm.
0: um i talked to my brother-in-law he's like hey we can sneak out he's a lawyer but he works from home he's right. like after two o'clock i have some time mm-hmm. the weather got nasty yeah. so it was more like five o'clock and bro, we go out to the same spot. The tide is rising. So right. it's incoming high tide. Okay. Same spot. And we're fishing there for like an hour. And I throw the line. And I thought it was right by the edge, the point where there's a, there's this little tiny mangrove tree, mm-hmm. tall grasses. And we're, we're about to be leaving there. And um, I throw right there. And I thought I got snagged. Because there's like oysters and stuff oh, yeah, underneath. The and, oyster you bars, like, yeah. and the water's not that deep. So you're like, right. sometimes you snag bottom. And I thought, I was like, oh no. Johnny, I just I snagged. And then my line moved. Oh. And I was like, dude, I have a fish on. Yeah. <laughs> and dude, I'm just reeling it in. And he's like, come on, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Like everyone, everyone's ready. Like they moved to the back, the, yeah. the front of the boat. I was on Get the back. The gaff. <laughs> <laughs> we got the net. Yeah. And um I'm reeling this fish in and, and it's bro, it's taking me. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I'm like, I'm like moving around the boat and stuff like that. And Johnny's leaning, over, he's leaning over the edge of the boat with the net, and he's like, "Come on, get you got to right, pull the head up, right. like get a little higher." Yeah, he's like, "We're gonna land this fish," and we finally get it, bro. He gets the net, the fish is in there, and he's like, "Yeah," I was like, "Put it in the middle until it like right." I'm I don't want to lose it. It was still up on the his yeah. boat has like that spot where you stand in the very front. Yep, and it's like the same edge as the water. Yeah, it's and got that's has got a bow. The bow, right? The bow the and I was like, "Put it into the middle, like yes. where it's lower." <laughs> yeah, I, all, I, all over the place. And as soon as he put it there, I dropped my pole. And I I, cried. Dude, I screamed. (laughs) This was my first redfish I ever caught. Right. This may have been the largest fish I've ever caught. I was going
1: to say, you've done a lot of freshwater. This might be the biggest fish. This is the biggest. Biggest keeper fish anyway. This
0: might be the biggest fish I ever caught. Okay. And bro, the culmination of, and there's a picture on my social media if you guys want to go look at it. At Anthony Jen,
1: you're, you're so happy in that picture.
0: It pure joy. Yeah, um, I I could not believe how large the fish was, and all the emotion leading up to it. Right. On this vacation, it was great to go to the beach and cook good meals and all this stuff. I wanted. I was there to catch a fish,
1: right? And and, and you happen. knew he was a slot when he was on the floor. You were, instantly knew yeah, because you said it was twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah. Tip so you, to you tip it. to tip. Right.
0: Yep. And so, um, it was probably ten pounds. Mm-hmm. and we probably got four pounds of, of meat. And you made fish tacos. We made fish tacos, bro. They were so freaking good. Let's <laughs> go.
1: All righty. Well, that's what we've been up to the last, that's what Anthony's been up to the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, but a couple of things have happened. Okay. Uh, one, 4th of July happened.
0: God bless America. God
1: bless America. Are you a big 4th of July guy? Uh. Not really. Okay. So here's, here's what I want to say about 4th of July. Um,
0: what does that even mean? A 4th of July guy. What does that mean? Like I wear the old Navy
1: shirt. Yes. My brother, Chris, is the ultimate 4th of July guy. He's a 4th of July guy. It's his favorite holiday on the calendar. Wait. Yes. <laughs> yes. He And he's proud of it. He loves, and he's not like some big nationalist, you know, big American. I mean, he loves his country and all. He just loves summer. He loves rock and roll. He loves Jersey tomatoes. He loves hamburgers. Okay. He loves to sweat. He loves being in a, in a bathing suit. He cuts the sleeves off of all his t-shirts. I mean, he. This is he, this is summer living, dude. And he loves him, it. It's his favorite holiday, and you know what? I think there are other people out there that would say it's their favorite holiday. He's eating
0: corn on the cob. at yep. breakfast, lunch, and
1: dinner. Whatever. He just this is his deal. Um, for me, now listen. I want to make sure I'm very clear here. I love my country. I love my freedom, and I, I enjoy Fourth of July. But but I don't think you. I don't think it's fair to compare a summer holiday to a fall holiday or a winter holiday.
0: Uh, yeah, like what? I'm up, I'm upset a little bit.
1: It's his deal, bro. That's his bag. He so loves it. Our church went out to the local 4th of July event, and um, Stacy, my wife, went to help uh, some of you guys set up. I stayed back with the kids, um, and you guys had a mini hurricane blow through. That bro, that was scary. Blew the tent all over the place. And, yeah. But we met thousands of people once again being in our community and saying hello to people. We have people visit the church afterwards, so that's really cool. Winter Springs, City of Winter Springs does a great 4th of July event. If you're ever in the central Florida area during 4th of July, Winter Springs does a great job. Um, following 4th of July, July 7th, uh, my good friends and yours, uh, TJ and Tiff Denman and the boys came and stayed with me at my home for six days. That's awesome. It is awesome. And here's what I, I really appreciate. Um, I love I love his boys. He's got good boys. Mm-hmm. Um, not occasionally... My son and his son will scrap a little bit, um, but that's normal. That's normal. There's nothing like having a family stay at your house and their kids don't drive you crazy. Right. I mean, it's the worst. It's the worst when you have good friends or people or whatever come over and their kids are just... Not behaved, obnoxious, breaking things, fighting with your kids. Yeah, like,
0: can you put your kid in the crate? Yeah,
1: like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But that was fun. So TJ's, he is a mentee of mine. We need to get him him on the pod. We need to get him on the pod at some point in time. We almost got him on the pod, but it didn't work out. Didn't work out, dude. Uh, And then, like I said, I just got back from Fort Myers and went down to Babcock Ranch. My family all left the east coast of Florida for the west coast of Florida. The Gulf um, is where the Hurricane Ian went through last summer. They got hardly any damage whatsoever. Babcock Ranch is the first ever, I believe, smart city in the country.
0: That's cool. There used to be a movie on Disney Channel called Smart
1: House. Yeah. Yeah, it was scary. So this is smart city. So everybody gets Wi-Fi, just kind of gets built in. Um, I don't have time to go into it. But if you're, ever, if you're ever looking to move towards southwest Florida, I would look into Babcock Ranch. I wonder
0: what the HOA is there, like $1,000 a month? It depends
1: on what part you live in. Yeah, it can be. Oh my God. But that part includes uh, golf. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's not so, if, so bad. if like if you're into and that, they're nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's weird. It's um the place is it's a it's a big community. It's not a city. It's like a big community that's only growing. I think when it's all said and done, they're gonna have a few, I don't know, thirty thousand people plus live there, or something like that. Um, they have a little downtown area. It's definitely like out east from the Gulf. so it's like forty minutes from the from the beach. There's not a lot to do there. Is it kind of like celebration? Is it like that f- feel? I would say it's kind of like celebration feel. Okay, celebrations a celebration, like a little city. A celebrations right next to Disney, and there's a lot of cool things to do in Celebration. Babcock <laughs> Ranches is like, man, I hope you like to, hope you like to cook. <laughs> right. Go to Publix. Um, go to the ice cream shop. Uh, it's a big golf cart deal. So everybody's got golf carts. They drive the golf carts around, but it's like too hot to be in golf carts right now. Like, does your family have golf carts? Oh yeah, you uh, have to.
0: They have the, Do they have the, like the
1: four seater? Some some have six. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, it is what it is. I, I couldn't live there. I have lived in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, South Florida, just outside of DC and now Orlando. I'm a city guy. I'm a suburban city guy. It's who I am.
0: So this is too far removed for you. It's too far right now, anything. because if it, once it builds up to 30,000 people, I mean, that's a different.
1: Yeah. But it's still, they have no professional sports there. I mean, the beach is 45 minutes away. I mean, it's just, just nothing to do there. The beach uh, is I mean, 50 for us yeah but Disney you still got Disney you got True. plus there's a lot of stuff to do around you We got a lot of good restaurants yeah like you they don't have any good restaurants oh no within 15 20 minutes oh no I don't think unless I'm, I'm, I'm mistaken but but the houses are dope the houses are really nice okay. and yeah and I mean there's gators everywhere my the, sister twice now on the second store story condo has had an alligator outside her front door twice the second story second that climbed two sets of stairs. No way. To come sit in front of her door. Way. Like, I will I will post the picture on our Instagram. Oh, my. Yep. Goodness. She's had it happen twice. The first one was a little guy. <laughs> little guy, you know, a little yeah. three foot or whatever. This last one was every bit of seven or eight feet. He was a monster. Wow. He was skinny, but he was a big old thing. My sister's cat kept yelling. <laughs> so she thinks that that sound brought the... Because the cat wakes up at like four in the morning because it wants to eat. So every day at four in the morning, <laughs> screams until someone gets out of bed and, and feeds that's it. why you shouldn't have a cat like <laughs> that guys that right there <laughs> that alone so the cat was crying for a little bit and then i think we think that's what attracted the gator but anyway um stacy's birthday that's my wife yes my wife is um so many years old today she turned 25 today Something like that. No. (laughs) No. Um, But it's her birthday today, which is really cool. And then um, happy birthday, baby, if you're listening, Uh, which you do listen because she's our producer. Yeah. Our our social media producer. Yes. Um, She makes us look good. Yes. And then we have a big trip coming up. Uh, We are heading out and doing the big Hawken trip for the summer. Uh, We are going to drive from here to Myrtle Beach. Okay. We have a friend who's going to let us stay in her spot, in her place for one night. Myrtle Beach is in? South Carolina. Okay. And then from Myrtle Beach, we get to go right through Charleston, by the way, which is nice, like... Nice, bro. I'll get to that later.
0: And you can sit on the bench where um, Forrest Gump sat. That's at. in Savannah. Oh, that's in Savannah. Charleston is... I've been to Charleston also, though.
1: Yes, Charleston's the best. Uh, so we'll go from Myrtle Beach, and then we're going to go to Pigeon Forge. And because my kids listen to the pod, I can't go into detail about what we're going to do in some of these places. But from Pigeon Forge, we're going to head somewhere else. I'm not sure yet. Uh, somewhere north probably in Kentucky or Ohio. And then we're going to end in Columbus, Ohio, where we will be going to the big AG National Fine Arts Festival. Uh, My daughter is in sixth grade, and she will be participating, preaching her short sermon, doing her drama solo, and uh, she's in a small human video. That's amazing. Yeah. Go Julia. And then we'll come back. And then baseball season starts for Joey. Amazing. Yeah, so it's really cool. Um, I have a sixth grader. Uh, Now, with this upcoming school year, I have a sixth grader and a seventh grader.
0: Dang, dude. Crazy. So you guys are going to be driving the we're, whole fam. We're going to drive the truck. Where's Where's the dog going to be?
1: Uh, she's going to stay here. A friend of ours, Alicia, is going to watch uh, dude. Carson. Amazing. Yes. So um, here's Did, the deal. Wait,
0: I have one more question. Yes. While you're gone, can I go in your pool? Yes, absolutely. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Matter of fact,
1: bet. we probably could do a little um, bartering, a little trading, because I probably have a couple plants that need to be watered.
0: Okay, a little quid pro quo. Got yeah, it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um I don't know about you when when I travel the very first one of the very first things I do is I go to my uh research uh, apps um Yelp being one of them yeah. and I just find the best places to eat like I I I look I look up diners, drive-ins and dives in this area or you know, and I'm not the big. I'm not spending the four dollar signs. I'm not looking to buy spend two hundred fifty dollars on a meal for Stacy and I. Like that's not what we do. Right. Um, it's just, man. I'm bl- I want good food. You know, halfway decent price. You want to get to a hot spot. I want to get to a hot spot, and I want to bite into something that makes me say, "Oh yeah, <laughs> bro." bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyway, um, I have had the uh, privilege. Is that how you say that? of traveling this great country of ours. Okay. And um, I have eaten in many different cities and states in our country. And so I thought today would be fun to talk about Kevin's Places You Must Eat At in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> we'll clean that up for the title of the show, but we'll clean that up for the title of the show. But um, I have about, I don't know, 10 to 15 places here. Okay. Um, that oh, I, I like, wanted to run I'm by. Look, I'm looking at the show notes right now. I like how you categorize everything.
0: It's really... This well, is very organized. Actually.
1: Yeah, it's one uh, state by state and even geographically.
0: Oh, I see a couple places that I've been to. And um, yeah, I'm, you'll you know, be able to chime cool. in.
1: OK, so we're going to go up the East Coast. We'll start all the way down the Florida Keys and Key Largo. Uh, one of the places, if you're ever in uh, the Keys, specifically the, in Key Largo. And the nice thing about Key Largo is that it's at the top of the Keys. So yeah. even if you're going down to Key West, you have to go through Key Largo to go there. You'll get it twice. Um, there are many good restaurants in the Keys, um, but I would just say this: if you're ever in Key Largo, you got to stop at Mrs. Mac's Kitchen. Uh, this is the quintessential Florida Keys restaurant. This is scallop, shrimp, fresh fish—you know, the Florida spiny lobster, like just all of that. It has probably the best key lime pie in the Keys, or it's real close anyway. It doesn't get much better than that. So if you're looking for the full like Florida Keys. Seafood experience, blackened dolphin sandwich, whatever—it's all there, and um, the food is very good. Um, the atmosphere is is awesome. It's kind of kind of it's kind of got like a family diner type vibe to it, but it's just one of those places. I wouldn't say this is the best meal I ever had, or any of that kind of stuff. It's just they put the ball in play, and it's very good.
0: And the vibe, the vibe in the keys is like like no other. No, it's different. Yeah, it's I. I had never experienced anything. I've been to the Bahamas and stuff yeah. and people are like, hey, it's kinda like the Bahamas. It it kinda was, but it kinda wasn't, which
1: Well the Bahamas has um beaches.
0: Yeah, and like roads and stuff. This is like there's only the one road.
1: This one main road. Yeah. Now some of the uh, some of the keys are bigger and they have other back streets and stuff. Right, but, but but I told you that. I said the Florida Keys is unique. It's it's different. Yeah. It's not what you think. Now Key West, I would say, is feels more like a place where where pirates lived at some point in time. <laughs> it's, they call it the Concrete Public. It definitely feels like it's yeah, it's different. But anyway, so Mrs. Max Kitchen, if you ever get down to Key Largo, you ever get down to Miami area, uh, it's probably about, not more than 30, 40 minutes. If you want like a really legit um, Florida Keys experience. Now there's probably better res- there are better restaurants down there, but this place is just it puts the ball in play. It's awesome. Nice. It's just, yeah. Uh so Kevin's places you must eat in the US. Uh, we're gonna do three from Florida here. Okay. Florida's a big state. Florida's so.
0: a big state. Moving up a few hours.
1: Yes. Uh, to West Palm Beach um, is a Cuban restaurant called Havana Restaurant. Yes. You've eaten there.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is on South Dixie Highway.
1: Yes. it's that 10th? No. 4th f- still, 4th still. Um, I have eaten Cuban food all over Miami, all over Broward County, all over Palm Beach. I've eaten Cuban food all across the country. Um, I have not had Cuban food in Cuba yet. But I will say this, this is the best Cuban food I have ever eaten, and it's at Havana Restaurant in West Palm Beach, Florida. Now, um, some people that are listening to the show, maybe some of our Virginian friends and maybe some people from elsewhere, uh, they may not understand how good Cuban food is. So I I think we should just take a moment. Of silence. Well, I think... (laughs) I mean, don't you have it? Of all the Hispanic foods, don't you have it at number one?
0: Uh, yeah, I, I think um, I think Cuban food is the best of of Latin food.
1: Like you have it over Mexican food, over tacos and burritos and all that stuff. I think so because that's your that's your bag, baby. That's like that's your food.
0: Yeah, Cuban food is very delicious. Yeah, um, and especially, dude, they're black beans. Yeah. It's just like, if you can, you, they're making something that is so simple. Yeah. Amazing. Yes. You know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah. And you know, the running joke about, you know, every Hispanic talks about their food and like, Oh, the garlic and the lime and the olive oil and the, you know, but everybody, everybody uses the same ingredients kind of. Cubans just mastered it.
0: Yeah, they're like a level 10 mage. They're like freaking, they've got, <laughs> they got to
1: figure it out over there. But if if you want Cuban food, you don't have to go all the way down to Miami. You can go to West Palm Beach, go to Havana Restaurant. I think there's another one in Pompano Beach. And they have a little window. Yeah, oh, that's how you know it's legit. Yeah, you at can the front get of the store. a little
0: cafecito and like mm-hmm. a guava pastry or a croqueta right yeah. from the window while you're waiting to get seated. Yep. Which, which is also cool because like the seating is like lower than street level. Yes, which is odd because, like in Florida, you don't go lower,
1: right? Not very you know? often, no. But they also have a second story too. Yeah, so, the,
0: like the roof area.
1: Yeah, it's unbelievable. When you walk inside the restaurant, it feels like you're back in like the 1950s a little bit with some of the decor. It's a cool spot. It's awesome. It's a cool spot. Um, the next restaurant, and I'm going to make a bold statement here. Are
0: you really going about to say this? I might. Should I play the song? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, this is this is the best restaurant in Florida boy wait. <laughs> which makes me wonder. I've been here too. Which makes me wonder if this is the best restaurant I've ever eaten at. Really? Now, it isn't the best meal I've ever had, which we're gonna to get to in a second. Okay. But um it's called Little Moore's Food Shack in Jupiter, Florida. And this is in a Publix Plaza. It's in guys. a Publix Plaza. Next, next to a surf, surf shop. shop. Yep. It's just like Yeah. It's very unassuming. You would never know to stop in. Um they have live music on the weekends. Uh they just what they do to seafood nobody else does i have never been to before. i
0: remember i went here with pastor tj mm-hmm. you had like a massive headache I that did. day or something I and you did. didn't come with us yeah and we went there and um it was packed oh it's always packed like yeah like people were waiting around to get inside Yes. of this little hole in the wall place
1: yeah it's the definition of a dive by yeah. the
0: way and the the food we both got I, I got a bowl of something and he got right. a bowl of something. Yeah, he's a big bowl guy. Whatever it was, I don't remember. It, yeah. both of them were. Am- I tried some of his. He tries it. incredible. Yeah, incredible. So
1: they, they lean into um kind of the Caribbean flair, but at the same time it's very much American. I don't even know how to know to say. I mean, their 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 big deal is their coconut rice, and they do this um spicy fruit salad. Um, that they have there. Yeah, that place is good, um, But what I love about them is that you don't just go in and you're not just getting dolphin and grouper, right? They have hogfish. They have tilefish. Right. They have um, swordfish. They have um, all these different, you know, red snapper and all these different fish that are like uh, big local Florida fish. And you're going to pay for it. I mean, if you, you're going to get it. Um, but like you can, the thing is too, is you, you get your fish crusted. Like they have this potato, sweet potato crust, where they shave the sweet potato down and they put it like in this batter and then they dip the fish in it. And that's how the, that's, that's the outside fry. Right. It's unbelievable how good this restaurant is. Imagine
0: being the guy who like catches all the fish for, for that place. They have to have like a couple local guys that are out every day fishing.
1: I just had a thought. I'm going to go down there and eat here. So I'm going to go down and eat soon. Okay. want to go with me. Yeah. We should bring the families down. Okay. Maybe do like a there and back type deal. It's two hours and 20 minutes away. Okay. Right, let's keep moving. Um, all right, leaving the the Sunshine State, going to Georgia.
0: All right, we're driving north.
1: Um, we stumbled upon a place. I remember you telling me about this place from from Yelp. Our friends at Yelp uh, recommended this place, and this is in Savannah, Georgia. It's called the Trailer Park. Yeah, but not what you. It's not spelled how you think. No, a guy named Trey from the Northeast, like Boston area or something, right. if I remember correctly. He um, started a restaurant and he called it the Trailer Park. Um, fun fact on this one, you can go on Netflix. And if you look up the show, fresh fried and crispy, fresh fried and crispy, uh, they do a whole segment on his show. It's under the Savannah, um, episodes,
0: but I want to just, I was jealous when you told me you went there, you and pastor Stacy went there. Yeah. It's so good.
1: We're gonna have some fun. We're gonna have some fun. Yeah, please. I want to just read you some of their menu. Okay. Okay. Oh, you have, okay. Dang. I printed, I I printed out some of the menu. Okay. So here are their plates. Okay. Okay. This is a plate. Um, All their plates are served with collard greens. Amazing. Way to go, Trey. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. And I bet you the
0: the collard greens are very good there.
1: Trailer Park Pot Pie. Our spin on the classic, homestyle classic, peas, carrots, corn, celery, onions, chicken, and a creamy herb sauce. (laughs) Yeah. Why did you say it like that? (laughs) Wrapped in a flour tortilla. Whoa. And deep fried until crisp. Served with a fresh topping of pico de gallo. It was like a chicken Popeye flauta. My daughter Julia ordered this, and she had no idea what she had gotten herself into. It was a you know how some dishes are just that like, was
0: the day a foodie was born.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, no, she um, she was you know how some dishes are just too adult tasting for kids. Okay, she bit into it a few times and wasn't what she thought it was going to be. I ate it. I took a bite and I was like. Oh, my goodness. You,
0: like, saluted somebody.
1: This is unbelievable. You walked
0: into the kitchen and started giving high fives to um,
1: all those chefs back there. Uh, let's see. Uh, they got a chubacabra. Sausage, eggs, onions, cheddar cheese, fresh pico, chipotle crema, fresh, fresha? fresh, fresh? Oh, th- th- this is like southern cooking meets Tex-Mex, it sounds like. Chimichanga style. No, he does everything. Fish and chips, uh, beer battered, fresh catch, seasoned fries, and malt vinegar, aioli. Um, but then, okay, so here's the sandwiches. Um, uh, let see. I'm trying to see. They have a couple like unique ones. Um, oh, bro. What did you get? One. Uh, I either got this or Stacy got, it. I think Stacy got this, a grilled apple pie sandwich with chicken. Oh, Lightly fried chicken breast, cheddar cheese, cinnamon roasted apples, and bacon on brioche. How good was that, dude? Bro, it was amazing. It's better than it sounds. So, like that's better than the food shack? No. Really? No. Dang. I. Uh, it's different. It's, it's different. I can see how some people, like if you're not a big seafood person, you might like this place better. But um, how about tacos? Chicken and pancake tacos. Lightly toasted peppered pancakes with fried chicken, chili aioli, and strawberry salsa. I love anything that's in aioli form. <laughs> shrimp and grits tacos. Crispy shrimp, fried grit bites chili aioli, lettuce and chimmy cherry and red peppers. Bro. Like this guy just had he's like I'm going to do what I want to do and I'm breaking all the rules. Guys, next time you're
0: in Georgia, visit Trailer Park. This is not sponsored. No. Um but you des- they deserve the shout out because they did they did a good thing.
1: Yes. Um all right, we got to keep moving a little faster here. Uh, okay, uh, South Carolina, um, Charleston. Pugin's porch nice what kind of food is Pugans it Pugin's porch it's a southern mixed with low country um <clears throat> it's the place is really neat um mom and pop place they had a dog named poogan who was passed on dude that's through the restaurants named after when you walk up there's a little statue of a dog that's cute dude yeah. my dog's
0: about to die soon so like i really resonate with this
1: You get a little statue of mabel maybe one day and just like, I for sure her, will. Like i the, mean in the i have a picture of her in the office did you notice seen, that she's oh, a, yeah she's I mean, been there forever Okay, Pookin's Porch. Uh, I won't spend a lot of time on this place. If you're ever in South Carolina, this is the place to go to. It's, um, you know, dress up somewhat decent. Like I, went, oh, okay. I was traveling one time, not like crazy, but. Um, you put a button down. I will put on a polo or something, you know. Okay. um, I was traveling through one time and I ran in with like a pair of sweatpants and like a hoodie with, my, like, with sir? my mom. No, they're cool. It's just like, I definitely stuck out, but they have like all these different rooms. It's almost like eating in a house okay. and they have a big fireplace in there. When I went, it was the fall. It was chilly. So they had the fireplace going. It was raining outside. Dude, Dude it was Why? unbelievable. You just said that and my, like, my heart got, like, <laughs> I missed fall for a second. I know. And it's 97 degrees outside right now. Okay. Um, okay. Moving into North Carolina. I got two North Carolina oh, places. Okay. I know the second one, but not the first. Um, so I was on a roll hitting up all these diners, drive-ins, and dive spots. And I found this one. It's called Coastal Cravings in okay. the Outer Banks. Uh, it's in Duck, Duck um, North right. Carolina.
0: I think I might have been here.
1: And Coastal Cravings, is um, it is attached to a gas station. And so when you go inside, it's kind of nice. But then when you go to use a restroom, like you literally leave and walk into a gas <laughs> station and go to the bathroom. Um, let me ask you a question because I was thinking about this. Would you rather, if a meal is going to cost you the same amount of money, right? So budget's not an issue. Would you rather go to a place that has average to below average food, but it has unbelievable um, unbelievable ambiance? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like with the sun going down, sun setting, and just sitting out on the water. Or but the you, food is mid. But the food is mid. Okay. <laughs> uh, or would you rather go to a place where the food is was slapping? but it's like connected to a gas station and you sit down there and just a little, it's it's not the same ambiance.
0: Oh man. That's a really good question. And I'm not sure. Okay. For my gut tells me I want the the best food. Right. But if I'm with, if if I'm with the family, I'm, I want to make the memory, which I think goes with the ambiance, like seeing the sunset here in the ocean and the food is just like, okay. Manatee's driving by. Yeah. Like I went to a place uh, on vacation called beachcombers and it was like you literally walk off the beach, and this restaurant is right there. Yeah, it's the, the best. The food was mid. Yeah. But, but the vibe was a yeah, thousand. So, yeah. like,
1: it's tough. Uh, well, Coastal Cravings, if you're in North Carolina, if you're doing the Outer Banks and you want really good seafood, this place just hits, bro. We're talking garlic, butter, white wine sauce, you know. Uh, I'm looking at the pictures right fresh now. Fresh fish, scallops, looks, shrimp. And lobsters. look at this yard. They have like a. Yeah, they got a little yard. A little I, think a band, I think a band plays there sometimes. They didn't play when we were there. Um, we'll put some po- put some pictures up of wow, cravings. Um but I uh, nine of ten, ten of ten. I recommend going to this 10 place. Ten of ten, it's just so good, man. Okay. If you like seafood, if you don't like seafood, like you're gonna order chicken tenders, then I don't know how good it's gonna be. Okay, that's the other thing too. Like sometimes you recommend these places, and someone's like, "Well, at the trailer park, you know, sucked. Well, what'd you get? Look like chicken tenders and like, French fries. Yeah, like well, what do you want me to do? Yeah, like I, I made a, I made a, um, a homemade cheesesteak for somebody one time, and they told me not to put onions on it. Now you know how good I make a cheesesteak, right? And they said I don't want any onions. I'm like, we get out of my house. But I'm putting onions on right. your sandwich. Like, no, we don't eat onions. What? Well, how do you not eat onions? How do, you not, how do you not eat onions? I'm upset. So I, I said, All right, man, I'm going to make it for you. Actually, no, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. This was in Philadelphia. This was at Jim's. I won't say who it was, but they knew, if they're listening, they knew who they are. And they ordered, I saw them, bro, it's the best cheesesteaks. And the guys
0: at the counter just stopped everything.
1: Yeah, they're like, Well, some people order without. It's called <laughs> like, without. But they ordered without with no onions, bro. They're like, Sir, are you okay? <laughs> and I asked them how good the sandwich was. They're like, Oh, it's pretty good. It wasn't great. I'm like, Yeah, because you didn't put onions on your cheesesteak. Anyway, um, We have to do a foodie. We have to do a foodie show one day. Yeah. Yeah. This is how you know if you're a foodie. Uh, In Kill Devil Hills, there's a place I totally stumbled uh, on uh, called Jack Brown's. This is also in the Outer Banks, Kill Devil Hills.
0: This is the Uh, best hamburger I have ever had.
1: I'm going to let you drive for a little bit because you've been.
0: In my life. Yeah. This was, um, it's a bar Mm -hmm. right, right across the street from the ocean. Yep. Right? So you're like beach access. It's dark. It's all like black walls yep. and everything. And there's it's it's the type of bar that's like really dingy on the inside. There's like hanging stuff from the ceiling and like there's stuff covering every square inch of the walls. Got to
1: be bar fights on the nightly. Yeah, it's got that kind of vibe it, to it. It has
0: a I feel like after a certain time it probably feels sleazy in
1: there. Yes, very much so.
0: But I took my family. <laughs> and it was when it was still light outside, so whatever. Um and I ordered a hamburger.
1: You could. They only have like three or four options. It's right. like hamburger, cheeseburger, cowboy burger, or something, and
0: something else. None of the hamburgers come with lettuce, no tomato, or no, onion. Nope. All of the hamburgers are wagyu beef.
1: Yes. Um, and the beef is the star of the show.
0: You guys, the bun is steamed. Yep. The meat is perfect. Yep. There's yep. not
1: a bunch of cheese options. I think it's like cheddar.
0: Yeah, it has the right amount of everything. And when you bite into it, it literally melts. It's like a Krispy Kreme donut yeah. right when it comes of course, off.
1: It's a Krispy Kreme of burgers.
0: Yes. And guys, like I don't buy merch when I go to like restaurants. You know how like restaurants sell merch? Like yeah. I'm not going to go to Tijuana Flats and buy a Tijuana Flats no. t-shirt. I'm not doing that. I ate burger, an, I ate a burger at this place and I said, where's the merch? <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to buy a hat. I need, yeah. the, I need a shirt. I need yeah. like. I was so proud to wear the Jack Browns brand. Yes. Because of the mark that that hamburger left on my life.
1: Yeah. I, I, when you say it's the best burger you ever had in your life, like I understand that and and probably agree. And that's the thing. People are like, oh, is it this? No, no, no. It was a burger, cheese, and buns that I might have put mayo on or a little ketchup or something. Depending
0: on which one you got, there might have been barbecue sauce if you got the cowboy one or whatever. And I went two days in a row. I said, I have to go back. I was that an anomaly. Right. It wasn't. No. And the fries are just regular steak fries. They're fine. It's just regular. Yeah. The hamburger comes in a brown bag.
1: They probably don't have, keep more than 15 ingredients on hand to make all these burgers.
0: They're not, a, it's not a restaurant.
1: Right. It's a bar. It's a bar first. It's a bar first that makes the best hamburger you've probably ever... There's a few of them locations. They're not just, It's not just OBX. Like right. There's other places. I think there's one in Virginia. Okay, let's move up. Speaking of Virginia, I spent 12 okay. years in Virginia, and I got to be honest, it was not easy coming up with... Um, it's with hard some, to find some good stuff there. It's hard to find some good spots in Virginia, and I hate to say that. Now, I spent most of my time in Northern Virginia, which is lots of chains. Uh, they have great Thai food there. I was going to put a Thai place on, but then their chef had left them and everything. Yeah, and, so, I mean... But then I remembered... There's a Greek restaurant in Manassas. Bro, I
0: recently Katarina's. I recently had it for the first time two trips ago when and I went. you get it. Amazing. It's amazing. They have this soup there. The soup. Bro.
1: It could be 110 degrees outside and I'll get the soup. <laughs> it's a, it's a lemon-based chicken noodle soup.
0: With like potato chunks in it.
1: So fun fact. My doctor prescribes that soup for people who are sick. No, I'm serious. He, he said, prescribes. Kevin, you yep. need to go to Katerina's. Yep, he absolutely does. He says, you need to go get this soup. He tells people who have colds and stuff to go get this soup. I this, promise you. He says,
0: this will heal you. <laughs> and if it doesn't heal you, it's going to make you feel good.
1: But it's, you know, it's like a legit Greek place when like you can't pronounce most of the stuff on the menu. Right. Like, I don't know what I have these the things The dolmads, whatever those whatever. are. Whatever, like they the got everything, bro. Wrapped in grape leaves and all yeah, that. Yeah, different pastas. There, did you get the roasted potatoes Yes. Oh my gosh. The Greek salad is the best Greek salad I've ever had. Dude, that place hits. Yes. It doesn't miss. Yeah. And it is the it is the standard of Greek food for me. Uh, my family, uh, we've said this before, but my family knows food. Yeah. They when are, they would visit Virginia, that became every year, when they would come, they would come every Thanksgiving, we would go to Katarina's every year because
0: and, that's how good it is. And because there's nothing else to eat there. Eh,
1: well, we cooked a lot. Yeah. But, but there's, I mean, there's other places in Virginia. There's a couple little spots much. Mm-mm. Not in Northern Virginia. Moving north. Okay. Now we're going to go to Pennsylvania. Um, I, I'm surprised. You, okay. I, I could, see what I, you did. I, I could okay. put, I could put 10 places down and I, on my list, my startup, I have a list that I pared everything down. I, I could do a whole show in Philadelphia foods.
0: Can we, um, can I add something to number six or no? This is sure. Kevin's list. Sure. It, and it, this is not just one place though. It is a place.
1: Well, it's that's okay. So I, I know what you're saying. So we'll we'll start with the second okay. thing, which is Tommy DeNix. Yes, Tommy DeNix is in the Reading Terminal Market.
0: I need to eat that sandwich again because I didn't appreciate the sharp provolone in my youth.
1: Oh yeah, your taste buds have increased. It okay. So uh, fun fact, Tommy DeNix. It's located at Reading Terminal Market, that's Center the place. City, Philadelphia. Um, it won. It was a big show that was looking for the best sandwich in America. It won best sandwich in America. Okay. Forget the cheesesteak. Tommy De Nick's roast pork. Or just there's other places that serve roast pork is better than a, a cheesesteak. And I'll also say this there's a place called Nick's Roast Beef over on Second in Center City, Second just off market. Um, I like I like a this a old school, classic, hot, real roast beef sandwich. Dang. More than a cheesesteak to dipped in ju sauce with a little horsey sauce. Listen, oh, if you're oh, only going to be in
0: Philadelphia for like a couple hours, Reading Terminal Market. You baby. go to Reading Terminal Market. Yeah, like honestly, if you're driving your car right now, pull over, write Reading Terminal Market down in yes. your phone, put a geolocation thing <laughs> so that when you're close. You know you're there. They have everything that bro. You, they
1: have hot pastrami, pastrami sandwiches, hot corned beef sandwiches. They have the best donut you'll ever have in your life. They at have Baylor's handmade. That the, the the Amish make these donuts. They're unbelievable. They have
0: handmade wontons. Yes, and and wonton soup. Yes. And freaking egg rolls. They're just rolling egg rolls right there. Yes. It's just like, what?
1: Yep. And then and then they have other places. They have a soul food place that's known that like is Oprah's favorite soul food place or something. They have an ice cream place, which I've never, I'm a big ice cream guy. They have an ice cream place that apparently won national awards. I mean, Dang. it's a flea market of food. It's a flea market of amazing food. There's no smell on the planet than the Reading Terminal Market. All of those amazing foods blending together. And the
0: amount of noise in that place oh. and just like.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and season. everybody's wearing their Eagles dude. Whole with yeah. life in there. Yeah, it's the best. Okay. It's the absolute best. The Tommy the Tommy the won the uh, best sandwich in the country on a show on the Food Network. Bro, okay, here's another little bonus one that you didn't put in here, and it's just the fries. Yeah, Chicken Pete's. Oh, Chicken and Pete's Fries. Dude, yeah. the I pizza told pizza. you, we could we could do a whole episode. With the cheese sauce, yeah. bro? Oh, my gosh. Philadelphia is the best sports town in the country, which means it has the best sports I bars in the I knew
0: I chose the right team.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> chicken and Pete's crab fries. Yeah, they, they they fry these fries, and they just hammer them with Old, Old Bay. Oh, my And gosh. they make a white cheddar uh, cheesy sauce that you dip them in.
0: And, wow. and their French fries are, like, different than crinkle cut. It's, yeah. like, extra crinkly. Yeah. So they it know what holds doing. more of the... Sorry. This is your show. Go if ahead. you're
1: gonna but I would say yeah, I agree. Uh Reading terminal market is a place to go, but if you want a really good sit-down like Italian food, this like is where you've you never took, had before. This is where you took us. Um I take you guys to Villa de Rome or I take you to Ralph's. We went to Ralph's. Ralph's is great. Ralph's is the oldest family owned. Um, Italian country, Italian restaurant in the country, but uh, a few doors down from Ralph's is Villa de Roma. And I think I like Villa de Roma. They're more. close like that. Yeah. Yeah. They're right down the street. They're both on, uh, is that ninth? Is it the same experience? You walk into someone's house? No, this one's more of a restaurant okay. vibe. It's like an old, like just Philly bar I love that. I slash love that. restaurant. Love that. They're known for their meatballs. Their meatballs are the size of your hand. I love that. And um, you can get that as kind of an appetizer if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's... It's the most most incredible Italian food. It's just unbelievable. And I would say this because I'm sure there's like some New Yorkers that are listening like, oh, you know, all this stuff. But let me tell you something. New York, Philly, Jersey, like it's all the same food. It's all, it's all, I call it Northeast style food. It's just unbelievable. There's Italian places in New York that are every bit as good as Villa de Roma's. But I mean, Villa de Roma for me is awesome. I had my best meal of my life. At this place. At Villa de Roma.
0: The lobster franchise.
1: I had a lobster franchise. They Oh okay hold on. They um I take the lobster and <laughs> I, I, I don't, I'm not even sure what they They do. pray over they, it. <laughs> they pray over it. There's anointing oil, yeah. also known as olive oil that they pour on top of it. They um no, but they fry the lobster in these little chunks. They're like oh. little like two by one like chunks. Okay. Uh no, 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 that was, I'm sorry, no, no, no. There was like little lobster fillets is what they were. This place had lobster fillets. And a franchise sauce. If you're not familiar with franchise, it's, it's, um, it's garlic and olive oil and oh. butter, white wine. Um, with some pasta on the side. Uh, and, and fresh Italian bread from the local Italian bakeries there. This is also where uh, Rocky ran past, by the way. This is the Italian market. where In the movie Rocky, Rocky ran past. It was, uh, it was legitimately, it was unbelievable. It was the best meal I've ever had in my life. Um I love that for you. Yeah. Mm. All right, we got a few more here. That's mostly everything's on the east coast. I've traveled quite a bit, but just Let's go west. Let's go west. Uh we'll we'll take a pit stop into uh Illinois. Bro. And you know what? I on your list of best eats, I have
0: been with you on at most of these places. This and, is
1: really cool. And you agree with my my take on these, <laughs> 100%. right? 100%. There's Not one. You're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> um Illinois. You say Illinois or Illinois? I say Illinois. Illinois. Um, in Chicago, Chi town I went with you, this, we went together uh, with, with TJ, the guy we talked about earlier and we were on the hunt for the best Chicago style pizza. Yeah. And we tried two places. We tried this place first. This is Giordano's.
0: Well, we, what we did was, um, I guess there, these two places are
1: like feuding
0: over who has the best, like you can ask people on the street, poll people on the street and it will 50, 50 split.
1: That's what they say. But for us three, we all agreed. Unanimous. Yeah, and it was not even close. Not even. All three even. of us, we were just like, yes. Giordano's was better. Uh, it's interesting. If you've never been to Chicago and you're going to go one day and you're going to get the, um, the big pizza that they sell, the Chicago-style deep dish, it takes an hour for them to make the pizza.
0: Yeah, you got to like call it in.
1: So you can call it or you can, you can walk in and, and you go tell them what you want. You don't even get a table. You go tell them what you want. You order your pizza. And then as tables become available, you begin to get a table. But then it may be 45 minutes before you get your food right and um it really it is a pie like i know we call all pizzas pizza pies but this is like literally it's it's like a pie dude. it was like two inches thick i remember being like three to four or something it could though. have been. it was huge it could have been um it was definitely it had to have been 20 pounds it was almost probably it probably weighed more than the fish you caught dude it might be it might be four <laughs> inches yeah that's what i'm saying i have a ruler here on my desk
0: i think it was four inches. i think it was
1: like four inches oh my god and it weighed more than that fish you caught Yeah, and it was huge.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like the workers have to have the forearm strength of Popeye (laughs) to carry a cast iron skillet with 13 pounds of freaking pizza on it.
1: It was worth the hour wait. It was unbelievable. It was good. If you're ever in Chicago, go. The other one was yeah. Lou, Lou Maldonelli's or something, something like that, that. But we also got that, that um, salad at that place. Oh, that's right. It was like a fall harvest salad. Dude, it was
0: like pear, walnut, and gorgonzola. Yeah,
1: they, oh. they, they did a great job. Jeez. So I, I highly recommend Giordano's if you're in Chicago to get yourself some real pizza. There's some other places we could recommend in Chicago. Chicago was a really cool city. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a little foodie city. Yeah, that was a really sure. cool
0: place. I really enjoyed how the water goes through the city. Yeah, I yes. That was really neat.
1: Yeah, we went to the Will's Tower, went up to the top and all yeah. that. That was
0: cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do a vacation <clears throat> there with Elizabeth maybe soon.
1: Yeah. I would.
0: Yeah, I was looking up plane tickets the other day. Oh
1: wow. This is like you're like you took a step.
0: Yeah, but like <laughs> <laughs> this has to maybe be
1: next year. <laughs> uh okay. <clears throat> Another um oh man, we could do a show on the top ten foodie cities in the country. Because the one I'm about to mention now is is a top. Yeah, I've never been to this place. It's probably a top three, top five. It's hard because if you're gonna if you're gonna separate New York and Philly, New York and Philly, you're gonna take two of your top probably three spots, um, top two spots probably. I've not been to New Orleans. I know that's supposed to be a big foodie city, um, but I would say uh, in Seattle, Washington. So we went all the way west. We went all the way west, to not Washington D.C., but Washington. I had at least five or six meals out there that were five star Yelp reviews. Dang, Um, they they know what they're doing out there. They make it is a foodie town. I love that. Um,
0: When it rains so much, you got nothing else to do but cook.
1: Well, speaking of raining so much, um, there's a place in Pike Place called Pike Place Chowder. Okay, so Pike Place
0: is what they call the like Market. Norm, the normal coffee at Starbucks. Yes. Pike Place. Well, because
1: it's from Pike Place, Seattle. Right. Pike Place is the Reading Terminal Market for Seattle.
0: I love that. So that um, has the iconic sign, right? Yep. Absolutely. It's like red letters.
1: And if you've ever seen the guys throwing salmon at each other, yeah. that's where that happens. But there's a place there called Pike Place Chowder. And um, the line. I would say there were 150 people online. Dang, bro! Flows right out the restaurant and then all the way down just to get a bowl of soup. Well, whatever soups you want, right? I mean, they had they have like six different soups, seven, seven or eight. Maybe all they the most. sell is soup. All they sell is soup. Then I remember.
0: You, do you sit down?
1: Well, you have to. Well, that's like writing Terminal Marker where you can go find tables and stuff. Okay, so you like grab and go. Yeah, I grabbed and go. So um, I I looked at the line. I'm like, oh man, it stinks. I really wanted to go to this place. And the guy, one of the guys that helps me, they have guys that like are on line duty. They're like porters. Yeah, no, they are. They're they're line duty. (laughs) Dude, it's worth it. (laughs) Yeah. And the guy uh, saw the look on my face. He's like, dude, the the line moves fast. He says, that you'll probably be 20 minutes. If you can wait 20 minutes, you're going to have the best bowl of soup you ever had in your life. I'm like, I can wait 20 minutes for that. So I I stayed in line and um, I got there and. Dude, there's there's like it's 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 really small inside, Um, but they have like a small container, a large container, and a bread bowl. Yeah, Um, and the bread bowl, they dig out the bread and they take that piece of bread and put it next to your bread bowl, so you can use that for dipping purposes. Yeah, as you should. Yeah, as you should. Um, But I I was reading all about it while I was in line, and um, they they have consistently won the best New England clam chowder soup contests in America, like every year
0: over New England. Over
1: New England. Wow. And let me tell you something, man. I had the soup and it was unbelievable.
0: Let me tell you something. Anytime New England clam chowder is on the menu, I get a cup or a bowl wherever I go.
1: Are you a New England guy or do you you like the Manhattan I love New England.
0: I I mean, I'll eat a Manhattan chowder, but New England clam chowder is, is it for me. Every time I go to a restaurant and that soup is available, I get it. I can see
1: that. No, no, I, I, Stacy does too. My wife loves it.
0: And the best one that I've had is, was in Sarasota. Okay. There's a place, um, right on Siesta Key. Mm -hmm. Again, it's not Sarasota then, right? Siesta Key.
1: No, Siesta Key is part of Sarasota.
0: Okay. So we were in Siesta Key and there's this like little beach restaurant right on the side of the beach. And I guess they're known for people buy it by the bucket. Yeah. Like they'll ship it across America. Yeah for you. And I had it from there, and it was amazing. I would love, love,
1: love, love to try this. Oh, this place is chowder. so good, man. Uh, we'll go to our final state for the countdown. Okay, so countdown. we're going to head south. None the of map. these are in order, by the way. These are just all places you got to just try, okay? Yeah, but we just
0: did it. We did a nice swoop. Oh, we did geographical order. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. And, and and I noticed that you didn't have
1: anything from Texas on here. I didn't spend enough time in Texas to put places down. Okay. So what I went for for Houston for the week. I was like on a meal plan. Okay. So I was kind of eating whatever's put before me. I know there was some good eats there. I went to West Texas in a smaller town. Uh, the food was brutal. Um, however, somebody that lived there owns a barbecue shop and I had Texas bar- Texas barbecue. I have always been on the record of saying barbecue is the most overrated food on the planet. Right. Um, this guy's barbecue was so good, bro. Nice. It's just a, just a guy and his wife. They opened up their little barbecue thing and turned it into a restaurant. And they made armadillo toes. No which way. Is, which is... Um, oh, I thought you meant like real no, armadillos. No, no, like, it's a jalapeno, it's like a jalapeno popper stuffed with... It's like a jalapeno stuffed with cream cheese wrapped in bacon. Okay. And then they smoke it for hours. I love that. Unbelievable. I could eat a hundred of
0: them. A hundred. <laughs> they were so good. There is a place that we went to in Houston um, called Velvet Taco. I don't know how you it was felt was okay. to- I loved it. It was okay. And they had those like loaded um, tots with like a
1: oh, fried yeah, egg those on are good and the microgreens. Yeah, those are good. So good. Okay, so
0: here we are in California. In
1: California. We'll, we'll go through these as quick as we can. I, I will probably never go to Los Angeles, California again unless I have to. Um, that, that city is just a tough city. It seems like some people really like it. It feels it's like, like traffic a traffic. It is feels just, like
0: a cheap version of Florida.
1: Yeah, just you can't go anywhere. Like it's like you want to drive somewhere and it's like, oh, it's going to take us 25 minutes to get there. Well, where is it at? It was two blocks over. What's it's right. two blocks away. Why can't we just walk? Well, you can walk, but like, but well, you
0: might get shot because we have to
1: cross this it's one just, place. Yeah, it's just interesting. But anyway, uh, Roscoe's House of Chicken and Waffles, baby. <laughs> fur, 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 fur. I need that. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Did you um? Did you get the Roscoes when you I went? I did. To LA? I went
0: twice. It's good, right? Yeah, it was good. Um, I still don't understand the hype of chicken and waffles, but Ooh. I want I want to understand. Well, it's it. sweet
1: and savory. Anytime you can get sweet and savory together and it works out well, it's yeah. a home run. And I think that's what you got here. So
0: um, I'm not opposed to chicken and waffles. I just, chicken and waffles. I'm still learning the why behind it. And
1: I know why you're not a big sweet guy. That could be it. So even sweet and savory is just not the big hit for you. Right. But anyway, Roscoe's chicken and waffles. Uh, this is a big, uh, the Amish do this out in Pennsylvania and Ohio and places too. Um, this is a big deal. Um, but I highly recommend Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Just understand there's going to be a line. It's going it to take a long time It's awesome. It was very good. Um, going down south, we'll finish our journey in oh, these San two Diego. Pla- you always talk
0: about these two places. Yeah,
1: in, in San Diego. Um, the first one I'll just mention, uh, and, and my buddy Doug turned me on to these places, or at least he turned me on to the Mexican place. Uh, so Lolita's Mexican Food. <sighs> California does this thing at least in Southern, at least in LA and San Diego it's called a California burrito. Thank you, California for this. Have you had one of these? I have
0: had one, but not from California.
1: Okay. It's basically it's steak and French fries with some other things mixed in. I think that's where they can kind of change a little bit, but it's steak and French fries in a burrito. And it, I don't get it. I don't know why it's so good. It's like a cheesesteak. There's not much to it. Um, it is the best burrito I've ever had period bar none. It's unbelievable. Um, Lolita's does all kinds of those, the street tacos and burritos. And I mean, this is, I, love I that. mean, you're, you're what an hour north of the border. If that, I mean, it's all uh, Mexican people making Mexican food, you I love know, that. the way it should be. And they're just slaying. And it's unbelievable. You have to place your order. And a lot of the places I place in Spanish. Um, it was just so good. Then they have Lolita's all over San Diego. There's at least a few of them. Um, but I will say this, um, the final place in San Diego, you have to go to, it's got, However many reviews now, 5,000 reviews on Yelp or something. Uh, it's called Blue Water. And it's in the same plaza. It's next door to Lolita's, believe it really? or not. Really? Yes. Wow, to have that level. Of- yeah. Um, and this is how good this place is. If I'm going to to this plaza, I'm choosing Blue Water 8 times out of 10 over Lolita's. And I love Lolita's. Wow. It's basically the fish taco capital, bro. I mean, this is, this is where they do them. You walk in and there's, it's a, it's a market, it's a fish market. So the okay. very first thing you kind of walk into is guys behind the counter. There's all this fresh fish. Does it on smell ice. bad? It smells incredible. It
0: doesn't smell like stinky fish.
1: No, no. I, I love the smell of fish markets personally. Okay. Um, and it has, cause that doesn't smell like bait to me. It just smells like, it smells like fish. You okay. Know? But anyway, it has, um, all these different fresh fish and you know, you're looking at that and there's like a tank of lobsters and everything. You're looking at this and you're saying, Oh, that's what's going to go in my taco. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Cut your slab. Yes. You are eating fish that was in the ocean as Minutes soon ago. as hours ago. Wow. I mean, they, they, they did the, the fish run overnight. They get fresh fish daily brought to them. It's just on the ice waiting all, for you to order. It's all cut up, flayed, ready to go. And they take it out of there and then they, they make your fish taco out of that.
0: As they should.
1: Anthony, it, It's unbelievable. It's how a fish taco is meant to be. It's how your fish tacos were when you caught the redfish and you ate it that same day, right? Yes. Same day. Next yeah. day. Next day. Yeah, still close enough. Yeah. Um, uh, unbelievable. And so I had um a couple different ones. I had a halibut and I had a, a dolphin one or mahi mahi, whatever they call it. Um, but the third one I had was um a fried lobster fish taco, in those little chunks of lof- lobster wow. fried. Oh my gosh, dude! This is where Annalise had lobster bisque for the first time. My daughter Annalise loves lobster bisque, and
0: she orders lobster bisque everywhere wherever she goes. Yep. It's
1: available. Yeah,
0: I'll have the lobster bisque. I was
1: like Annalise, you're awesome. So that's it. That's my list of places. I've got way more places. If you ever, if you ever going somewhere, just ask me. I, I probably can recommend some places. Yeah,
0: to guys. Honest to God, like, um, don't go on vacation without consulting PK first, <laughs> because he'll be like, "Oh, would you? Okay, if you can spare fifteen minutes." You can drive this way.
1: Okay, no joke. I had a guy recently say, Hey, I'm going to the Florida Keys. Your wife said I should talk to you. He texted me this about places to eat Miami and the Keys. I said, Oh, yeah, sure. I waited probably an hour or two to get back to him because it takes time to put the list together. Yeah. But I sent him the most exhaustive, 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 yeah, exhaustive text message back with like nine places to go to and why to go to each place. Okay. He he was blown away. He's like, I didn't expect all of this. This is awesome. Thank He's like, you. Did you have this written already? He's like, no, this actually <laughs> yeah, came I t- from what, my heart. I told him that I said, I believe that food is a love language and this is my way of, of showing that I love you. I care about you.
0: Right. Cause I want you to not waste a meal.
1: Right. Remember I taught you that in Philadelphia. Yeah.
0: And I live by that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, we have season three coming up sometime in the summer. Um, Send us some topics you'd like for us to discuss. Is there anything you want us to talk about? Let us know. Shout yeah. us out. You can you can DM us um, on the Instagram.
0: Yes. Post lunch underscore podcast. Um, this has been really fun. Yeah. I like how. Um, I like how you're like, dude. If you lost your phone or somehow like forgot your passwords, like so many of your memories would be lost. Yeah. You have like your best movie list on there. Yeah. You have. Um, your best restaurants on there.
1: I Have a bunch of funny thoughts. Funny
0: thoughts, like if you ever do your stand-up bit. Yeah, I'm ready should, go. That should be an episode of something soon. Do I do stand-up comedy? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that'll be so much
1: fun.